Hey everyone, today is the day. I cannot tell you how excited I've been all day. I'm like practically vibrating and I know Jenny is too because we just dropped the first two episodes of our new project, Bonkers Romance. This is so, I mean, it's like a dream come true. It's like, it's like other than heaving bosoms, the only thing I can think of that really just encapsulates everything I love. And so since we dropped the first two episodes, you can listen and subscribe to the show anywhere you're listening right now. And I'll put links in the show notes so it's easy. So for your convenience... And because I'm ridiculously excited and I need more outlets to shout about this on, stay tuned for our introductory episode. Then you can pop over to Bonkers and listen to episode two, in which Sierra Simone and I lose our ever-loving minds over purple spider penises and spider silk bondage and the best wedding ceremony I've personally ever encountered, probably. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So without further ado, here's the first episode of Bonkers Romance. Welcome to Bonkers Romance. I'm Jenny Nordback. And I'm Melody Carlisle. Each week, we recap a gloriously bonkers romance with your favorite guests from Romancelandia. We are here to celebrate the fearless authors who really go there and show us that our hard limits might just be guidelines. Many of you will know us from our other shows. Melody co-hosts the Marvelous Heaving Bosoms podcast. And Jenny is the co-host of the Always Insightful Wicked Wallflowers podcast. Are we, are we always insightful? No pressure, right? (laughs) (laughs) It happens organically, Jenny. So I'm Jenny. I am a former archaeologist. I am a retired dominatrix. I am a romance author. Um, I narrate very dirty audiobooks. Yeah. Um, I feel like most of my life has just been gathering random experiences in order to be able to write bonkers books. Ooh. I like that a lot. All those ridiculous jobs that I had over the years just funnel straight into books. So, Heck yeah. Yeah, I have two kids who are three and five about to be six, and that is a chaotic part of parenthood, as oh nobody boy. can attest. Oh boy, isn't it, though? <laughs> Yeah, My three-year-old might have peed on the floor at least five times today. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're having a moment. And Jenny and I often um, compare notes on just how exactly the same amount of feral our daughters both are. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the why can't I pee outside phase is pronounced at the moment. Oh, yeah. They watch their older brothers and they're like, the injustice of it all. I get that. Yeah, they are already <laughs> learning how bullshit it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Melody Carlisle. I am, like Jenny said, the co-host of the Heaving Bosoms podcast. And let's see. I've lived 
all over the place. I went from Hawaii to Oregon, and now I'm in New Jersey. I'm a romance lover, lifelong romance lover. In a former life, I was a competitive public speaker and performer, and I am also a romance audiobook narrator. I have two kids as well. They're five and two right now. And boy, is it crazy in my house. But my happy place is Bonkers Books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's truly, truly. The other thing besides feral children that we yeah. really share. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is the basis of our friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we decided through, well, really, you called and you were like, this is an idea that I have. Like, I just want a podcast about bonkers romance and I want to be able to, like, read them and talk about them and and I think I was like, okay, now we're doing it together. Yeah, like you yeah. You made the mistake of saying this aloud to me, and now you are my partner. I'm Little sorry. did she know I was doing a Jedi mind trick on her where I made her believe that being my partner was her idea. But yeah, I, I don't know. When we, when we talked on the phone, I was just like, listen, let me know if this is like a dumb idea. But I just want, I want a space where I can yell and cackle and celebrate like the absolutely insane books that I have read that get me through the most stressful time times in my life. And I also want to talk about that with really smart authors who I really <laughs> respect. And also you, Jenny, <laughs> who is a really smart author that I really respect. <laughs> and I just want to figure out because we try to get to know each other as members of the romance community. Like, what's your favorite trope? What's your catnip? Do you like a cinnamon roll? Are you an alpha hole person? But my favorite question is, what do you consider to be bonkers? Like, what's your favorite bonkers book of late? Because it's it's so different and it's so varied and, ah, oh, I don't know. It's just such a unique peek into other people. Yeah, it's a question we've been asking the authors, right? Yeah. And so many people like can't quite put their finger on right. it, but then you can tell based on the book that they've picked. Right. Like what it is. Is it the world building? Is it the trope combination? Yeah, yeah, is it yeah. just that like we've thrown all the tropes and the kitchen sink at it? Right. Like there are so many different ways to go about making a book count as bonkers. Yes. And there's the obvious stuff, you know, like blue aliens. Okay, that's easy. Totally. But we didn't want to limit the podcast to just like monsters and alien and like non-human being the only definition of bonkers because I think there's a broader world of bonkers out there. Oh, completely. So we left it more open-ended than that for the guests. And many of them have been picking awesome like monster romances and stuff that didn't even occur to us existed Mm -hmm. but others have gone for like bonkers historicals Mm -hmm. or bonkers contemporaries and like there's just so many different ways to do it it's been absolutely fascinating to see it's been so fun yeah yeah it's been so so fun so jenny since we have been asking the guests all the time what is bonkers to them, I feel like we need to share that with the audience. So what do you consider to be bonkers? I've been trying to put my finger on it as other people are answering it and, you know, trying to come up with an answer that isn't just like 
I, I know it when I see it, um, which is an acceptable answer. It is. Yeah. But I think for me, it's those moments where I can recognize that the author came to a crossroads like they had mm. a choice. And sometimes it's even like an editor told them or they could just recognize in their brain like this is the safe choice. This is right. the choice that will make the most readers comfortable. Right. Um, I'm not going to bother anyone. I'm not going to freak people out. You know, this penis doesn't have a barb right now. Yeah. And then instead they were like, you know what? I am going to just go for it. Yes. And there may be some readers that this is too far for, but I would rather make something that people are going to love and some people are going to absolutely hate mm-hmm. than make something that everybody is just kind of happy with. Sure. Kind of comfortable with. So I think it's those scary choices that the authors made is what makes it bonkers for me, where I'm reading it. I'm going like, yeah, you did the thing. Totally. Ballsy and brave. Yeah. You just decided to go for it. And I just admire that so much as a writer. Mm -hmm. And I was telling you the other day, I have been trying to do it more in my own writing. Right. You know, I was brainstorming the next book that I'm working on. And the person that I was brainstorming with even said to me, like, the safer choice would be X. Right. And I was like, no. No. I'm not doing it. It will be harder. It's a problem for future Jenny to now figure out <laughs> how to get away with this other choice that I'm yeah. going to make. But if I'm going to make a whole podcast celebrating this, I better be damn well be ready to do it myself. Right. Yeah. So so for you, it's the moment where you can imagine the author like standing over a precipice and deciding whether to turn back or fucking jump. Yeah. It's almost like there's a nice, comfortable bridge one way to get across Ooh, the plot yeah, hole yeah, 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 or yeah. there's like a fucking tight rope across the Grand Canyon <laughs> the other way. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like, are you willing to start down that tightrope knowing that you're going to have to walk it for the rest of the book? And yeah find a way to either justify those characters' choices or, you know, make us not get distracted by the vibrating blue penis. Like, it's still got to be about the story and the characters and the romance has to work. And I think that's what people who don't read this stuff sometimes don't realize is, like, you can't just throw all of that stuff at us and we'll love it. Like, the romance at its core still has to work and almost has to work better so that we don't get thrown off by this bonkers stuff that you're throwing into yeah. the story. Yeah, absolutely. What is it for you? Do you have your Gosh. definition? God, this is so, this has been so hard. And it, you know, what we've been figuring out is that it is different for each person and it's nebulous and it's something that's sort of hard to grasp. And that that's one of the things that I find to be so fascinating. But I've talked about it quite a bit. One of my favorite things about romance and the way that, I have experienced it through my life and the way that I have learned from it in my life is that romance for me a lot of times has been like my safe training wheels. Hmm. And I I think a lot of people do this, you know, you're you're it it doesn't feel safe to like really explore boundaries in the real world or like I don't know that I'm ever going to encounter a, this person who is like this. And so in fiction, you can see, like, I I like stepping outside of myself and watching my own reactions Hmm. and being like, why does that work for me? Why am I squeaked out right now? What about this is, like, just hitting my lizard brain? And 
I, I think you can learn a lot about yourself by reading romance, especially about the ways that you want to or healthy ways that you feel like you can interact in relationships, romantic or otherwise. So one of the things for me that tell me it's a bonkers romance is my reaction. Like, Mm. if I'm standing in my kitchen and, like, I sort of, like, look around the room and I'm blushing and I'm like, is this even allowed? (laughs) Like, are we? Is this something that I... I'm allowed to read this goodness? This is something that I get? That's incredible. Like, some of the times that I've that I've had those experiences off the top of my head is, like, basically any Ruby Dixon book. I love a Ruby Dixon book. There's, like, a bonkers pantheon, and Ruby Dixon yeah. Is, oh, yeah, yeah, has yeah. a secure spot in it. She just swims around in there. <laughs> um, but on the other side of the spectrum... The New Camelot series by Sierra Simone was one of, like, it was a pivotal series in my romance reading experience. And it's because she never, ever shied away from a single choice. And so even when it was ripping my actual heart out, I was like, I cannot believe that that I get to experience this. And a lot of times that's what bonkers books evoke in me. Or Katie Robert writes, your dad will do. And suddenly we're like, I thought I had a limit here. I did. And guideline. Actually, so for me, this is documented on (laughs) Heaving Bosoms that like at the first, at the beginning of the podcast, I was like, I do not like daddy play. I do not like it. I totally support people who do, but like, no. And then that Jafar book happened. She wrote Desperate Measures. Oh, I forgot that we had early play with yeah. that there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I read Desperate Measures and I was like, I am changed. I am changed for the better after this book <laughs> because I get it now. And that's one of the things that, that like, Katie has done for me personally, you know? Yeah. That's what a bonkers book can do. Yeah, and it's a combination of, like, you had to trust her enough to go on that journey. Yes. And I hope that's part of what we're going to do with the podcast is, like, yeah, get listeners to trust us and, like, trust these conversations enough to be like, maybe I do want to read a spider romance. Right. But then the other thing that I was thinking about earlier today is one of the things I consider to be, like, beautifully bonkers is when the author just designs it that way from the beginning. Like, when you can see that it is a structural choice, that's one of my favorite things. So one of the... one of the um, authors that comes to mind for me in that case is Robin Lovett and her Sex Planet books. Robin Lovett was just like, she woke up one day and she was like, I am going to create a planet in which the actual atmosphere is an aphrodisiac and it will drive you insane if you don't bone whatever is closest to you. She just woke up one day and she was like, why can't I? And how many of us wake up with ideas like that and go like, yeah, that is banana balls, like tuck that away in the crazy yeah. shit I dreamed about file. Versus like, no, I'm going to do the thing. I'm, I'm going to do it. Write it and make covers for it. And other people are going to devour it. And I'm going to pull it off. Yeah. Like, that's that's 
I mean, the way that the way that these authors like stick the landing as well, I think is a really important part of a bonkers book. Because like the premise can be one thing, but then you get to the middle of it and you're like, I don't really know. Uh, It's not quite what I. All right. Well, or where it's like, oh, you're just kind of going for shock value here. Like you've heard about these books that have. You know, yeah. I'm going to throw this, that, and the other into it and like, oh, aren't people going to be like, wow, this is shocking. And it's like, right. if the story isn't there, it does not matter what you put in it. It's not going to hit. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. When did you first start reading what you would consider bonkers romance? This isn't something we've talked about. So <sighs> no, I'm kind it's of not. interested. Oh, my gosh. I ask because I think I just sort of skipped anything else. Really? Like, and I, it was partly like the very first romance that I got my hands on that I wasn't supposed to have was just like fucking nuts. And then (laughs) after that, it was not easy for, like, people talk about going to the library and whatever, but we had libraries in our school. So my parents didn't see any reason to take us to the public library. Yeah. yeah, And my school sure as hell didn't have them. And we didn't have ebooks, kids. I know. I know. It's hard right. to remember. So I, I think Barnes & Noble had like a catalog of new releases back then. And I remember having to, I was like obsessively going through them until I found one that sounded banana balls. Like it was kidnapping. Yeah. It was medieval. And then Ooh. I like convinced my dad that I needed his credit card info and like ordered this book. But it was like, you can only get away with this like once, maybe twice. Right, right. And then you gotta somebody's going to catch on. So you better find just like the most ridiculous romance you can come up with. And then I jumped yeah. straight into like J.R. Ward and Cressley Cole and I don't know, The Shake by Connie Mason, the, which is the like racist but bonkers like Benoit balls and like a harem and I just it's like I don't I I more I'm trying to pinpoint when I started reading books that weren't bonkers like just banana ball shit all the time and like the Black Dagger Brotherhood was kind of my norm so then I don't know I'm sure there were some historicals I started reading at some point that maybe wouldn't be bonkers but yeah it's like I just didn't know any any better. That was all I wanted to read. Oh my gosh. I completely and utterly love that for you. Now that I think about it, I think this is a recent thing for me. I kind of wondered that. Like yeah. maybe Ruby Dixon, maybe Robin Lovett. Like maybe, I think maybe you started reading some of this stuff for Heaving Bosoms. Yeah. And then just like went down the rabbit hole. Honestly, if we were going to like really pinpoint the the kernel that started this podcast years ago, it would be when Aaron went to KissCon, um, the very first and slash only KissCon that there's been so far. And she went to the panel with Sophie Jordan and Sarah McLean about Bananas Books. Mm. And so she regaled me with that. And then Danny from Black Chicklet was there, and she and Aaron, like, totally bonded at that panel. And that is when we were recommended Ice Planet Barbarians. And so we were meant to read the seventh book for the podcast, and I loved it so much. And I, like, had so many questions 
that in the time that I should have been either rereading the book or like taking notes or whatever else, I decided to read one through five instead, <laughs> um, including the novellas in between. I just like mainlined <laughs> these books. So honestly, I think I think my very first journey into the Dixon hole is when I started reading Bonkers books. And yeah. I I have Danny from Black Chicklet to thank for that. And I think maybe that's another hallmark is like I can get sucked into mm -hmm. good contemporaries, good non-bonkers books, whatever. But it doesn't happen as often. But when a bonkers book nails it, oh my god, do not talk to me. Don't tell no. me to eat. I nope. I cease to be a being with like bodily needs. Same. Like four hours will go by and I haven't peed. I haven't eaten. I haven't slept in three days. Oh yeah. It's like 4 a.m. and I'm still reading. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or it's like 2 a.m. and I just finished one, but I'm going to start another one because Completely. I can't possibly live in a world where I'm not actively reading one of these right. books. Right. Yeah. That's that's completely a hallmark of a really, really good, delicious bonkers romance is that you just you just can't get enough. It's just something that you have to keep, 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 keep going until you can't anymore, either physically or because you've gone through the backlist. <laughs> you have to eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're here to enable you if you also love bonkers books. Mm -hmm. um, we're also here, I think, to celebrate those brave choices that I talked about earlier. Yeah. Like, I just feel like they deserve to be put on a pedestal. and They deserve all the recognition. I would love to worship at the altar of these authors who just like, oh my God, they're just fearless. Or maybe they're not fearless. Maybe they're they're scared, you know, maybe they're really yeah. scared oh, and yeah. they choose to do it anyway. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, it's so it's so inspiring to me. Yeah. It's so inspiring. And you know what was inspiring? We just did an episode that's going to come out a little bit later with Abby Jimenez. <gasps> yeah. And I had no idea when I asked her to be a guest that she had never read anything that even slightly verged into bonkers territory right. she said she'd never even read something set in space far less mm -hmm. like aliens or like she'd pretty much only read sort of rom-coms and like kind of your standard trade fair sure and i'm glad i didn't know this because i might not have i might have been like oh i don't want her like i don't want to scare her i don't want to you know maybe right. she's not gonna be comfortable with this and she was just so game and she said she listened to the first couple of episodes with yeah sierra and naima and she has gone down the rabbit hole she sent me a text today with a <gasps> picture of ensnared the spider romance that yes! we talked about in episode two <gasps> and you know like she just was like i had no idea like, I didn't know I could be reading this mm -hmm. the whole time. And mm -hmm. so the idea that we could do that for people is really exciting to me. Like, just open yeah. up this world of possibility in your reading and in that, like, joyful escapism. Yes. And I think we often boil it down to choose joy. Right. Let's just lean right into the joy that we've found through yeah. the shithole of the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, because that's that's the thing, right? The world, the world has been. It feels like a particularly 
terrible place to be in on on every level for the past like three years, if not longer, you know, for a lot of groups. And I do want to make clear when we say choose joy, we don't mean ignore real world issues. That's not what we mean. Or like problematic shit or no. Yeah. No. We don't mean don't criticize. We don't mean any of that. What I mean is when I have the opportunity, when I get to choose what I am going to do for the next 30 minutes, I have decided in the last two or three years to just get into Bonkers Books because it is my happy place. It is very comforting. It's a place that I find like very inspiring and it fills me up for all of the chaos and the activism and all of the stuff that I do on a regular basis, you know? Yeah, it refills the well in a really unique way. Yes. For either those broad real-world issues that you're trying to grapple with and need that reserve of energy for, or down to, like, parenting. Or just my children. Yeah, in the trenches (laughs) of early parenthood. Yes. And, like, needing that well of patience that just was dry two hours ago and Mm -hmm. you've got another three hours to get through. Yes. In terms of just like the the format of the episodes. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So, we got to you know, tell this them is how all this is going to work. Like, oh, we're going to do bonkers books. But like, what are we really doing here with the bonkers books? Right. We're going to have a guest. Normally, we are asking them to bring us a bonkers book because just like we said earlier, it is a very unique peek into the brain of another person. And so we're asking them to bring us books, but we are also, if somebody's stumped, we're creating a a list of suggestions to offer to them just in case they want to choose from that. But the guests are coming on and we're going to start each episode by talking about what they find to be bonkers or or what, what hallmarks of bonkers are to them. And then... We're going to do an overview recap of the book while talking about, like, you know, the most bonkers moments, I feel like. Right, Jenny? Yeah. 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 But here's what's maybe a little bit different from other recap podcasts is that one of us, either Mel or I, Mm -hmm. Mel or me, have not read the book. Yes. So we get to kind of fill the role of the listener who hasn't read the book because we're assuming not everybody has read the book every time and we don't want you to feel like you have to have read the book like it should still be fun if you haven't read the book yet whether you're intending to or not right so one of us hasn't read it and gets to ask those questions that you're sitting asking like hang on a second he just kidnapped her how are we already at an orc jizz fountain right we skipped a few steps (laughs) and then jenny will say no no we didn't actually yeah no that's (laughs) we skipped zero steps (laughs) we didn't miss anything (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so then after that we're gonna give you some aftercare because it might be an intense experience in (laughs) some way or another (laughs) so at the end we're gonna give you a recommendation You know, it might be a more bonkers book. It might be a similar. It might be a totally different, you know, everyday rom-com. 
we'll just, we're going to be offering other recommendations at the end for aftercare. Yeah. 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 And then we haven't done it yet because we are brand new, but Jenny and I really want the podcast to reflect the communal experience that romance has always been. So we want to do that not only in talking about these books with other people, because so much of my romance experience has been that interactive, like, let's figure this out together after friends and I read books. We want your recommendations. We want you to send us books that you think that need to be talked about in the world. I would basically like our Twitter handle to now be personally responsible for communicating banana balls genital descriptions to Romance Landia. Yes. If you find a penis that is a baby tree with eggplant testicles, mm-hmm. I want to know yeah. about it. If it's blue, we have to. if it vibrates, if it has yes. a barb, if it's a tentacle, mm-hmm. you are now obligated to send me a screenshot. Right. Or if it's just a really wild meat cute. Like, mm-hmm. All those things. We got to know about them. Yeah, so, those yeah. times where you like want to harass your friends and be like, yes. this is bananas. Harass us. We We're need it. We're here for it. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to be so sad if people don't start sending us bonkers shit. I know. I know. So, yeah, we, we would love your help to um, get, you know, really fill out that list of suggestions. One of the things we do want to keep on everybody's radar is... We want to lift up marginalized voices. And so if you have bonkers recommendations that are written by marginalized authors, we would be like extra super thankful for those. And yeah, like screenshots. And then we're also scheming a phone line where you can leave us messages that we can play on the podcast. It could be a bonkers story from your own life or like, a quick description of a crazy book you just read or whatever you want. Or email it to us and we'll happily narrate it. We will also narrate. Yes. We'll do you proud. (laughs) Um, The other thing that we're doing that's a little bit different from what you guys have probably seen in the past is we have kind of operated a a member's space on Patreon in the past. But with Bonkers, we talked about wanting to explore moving away from Patreon. And Mm -hmm. that's what we've done. We have built an independent member's website that functions pretty much exactly the same way as Patreon does. It's a monthly subscription. You get access to extra content. There's tiers. It should be really familiar in that sense. Mm -hmm. But... We wanted to create something that we had ownership of, yes. um, particularly because the things that we talk about are in an adult space. You know, we are talking about tentacle porn or right. and we're just learning more and more that at any time these tech sites can suddenly crack down on adult content and they can and just decide take just shut Patreon away with yeah. <laughs> no explanation and no recourse. And I think sometimes you can even get caught up in that net, like what you're creating isn't adult content, but just because of the nature of oh, what you talk about and you're just sort of swept into that witch hunt. So mm-hmm. 
it was important to us to not necessarily have all of our eggs in a basket that we can't control because that's true right. of like our Facebook groups. Our Facebook groups can yeah. suddenly get shut down because we post too many nudes or nudes whatever in quotation it is. marks. Yeah. yeah, it's usually <laughs> not. Thanks, Facebook. Yeah. So I'm so excited about it because we've been able to incorporate so many things that I can't with Heaving Bosom's Patreon. So not only have we designed the pages exactly how we want to, we can also take feedback from our members and change that format if there's something that we think can be done better. There's also the functionality of donating memberships or gifting memberships to specific people. I've had that that question so many times for Heaving Bosom's Patreon, and they don't have that functionality right now. Well, even if we want to be able to match it, you know, like yes. someone gives, we will match it. But yes. Patreon will not let us give away free memberships. It's just not a thing that they do. So exactly. it takes away all ability to try to be more inclusive with our community. And exactly. We can just be so much more creative about the ways that we do that and and the content mm -hmm. that we offer and how we present it. Like it's not yeah. just this scrolling continuous feed of bonus content. Like if you yeah. are looking for something specific, you should be able to find that. And mm -hmm. it just, we have control and... You know, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm I'm rather fond of control. <laughs> so we've just been it's liberating. Like not only yes. is it our space and we own it and we can make it what our community wants it to be right. in terms of everything from the look to the functionality to yep. how we want to include people, but mm -hmm. they can't take it away. Yeah, it's it's ours forever. Gosh darn it. Yeah. So if you go over to our website, that is the Temple of Defiant Joy. Yeah, we probably should have led with that. Yeah. Our community is called the Temple of Defiant Joy. Because we are worshiping these creators who take big swings. Yeah. Ugh. So on there, there's bonus episodes, which mm -hmm. is sometimes Mel and I recapping other things. Um in our first month, we've recapped bonding the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's with our guests. We have them stay mm -hmm. on and do some extra bonus stuff. Um, we have video episodes of the main podcast. Yes. So if you would rather, you know, see Mel's facial expressions as she's <gasps> describing the Kraken <laughs> stalking towards you, you can see that there. Um, we also have the... Last episode of each month, starting yeah. in October, is going to be members only. So there will right. be a preview of it that's available publicly. But if you want the whole episode that is happening in the Temple of Defiant Joy, we also have the Bonkers Romance <gasps> Book Club. Oh! oh, my gosh. I'm so excited about Bonkers Romance Book Club. Jenny, tell them everything. So at our Joybringer tier or higher, you yeah. will be part of the Bonkers Romance Book Club, which is sort of a digital book box subscription. We really right. love the concept of book boxes, but we personally don't read very much print. And I know a lot of our listeners have moved away from print. So we're exploring the idea of monthly ebooks. So in mm -hmm. the Bonkers Romance Book Club, you get two ebooks a month. 
and they're usually arcs, so they are advanced copies. You get the books before they're out. Uh, The last book we did was Saint by Sierra Simone, so (sighs) members of the book club got Saint before it was available to the public. This month, you can get my book early, um, His Leading Lady. You can also get Mama's Boy by Avery Flynn, which Mm -hmm. is her brand new rom-com that's not out yet. And you're going to get both of those yeah. before they're available to the public. And I have to, someone needs to like put a hand over my mouth or I'm going to <laughs> give away them. what the books are for October and I'm Don't not allowed them. to announce it yet. But no, we're too they're excited really about it. good and they're arcs <laughs> and I can't quite believe what they are. So. Yeah, let's just say that when Jenny, when I, when Jenny sent me the text, I almost peed. Like it was, <laughs> it was, and the response was, "How did that come about?" Yeah, I was like, "How Jenny do that?" Big question mark. And it was so tempting to respond with, "I know people." Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! So yeah, the Bonkers Romance Book Club. I'm really, really stoked because the other thing we want to do with the podcast is connect authors with dedicated readers and really just bring creators and readers together so that romance can continue to thrive. And that's one thing we're doing with the book club. Oh, Oh, the first hundred patrons who join at that Joybringer tier or higher, we have enamel pins that we are having made right now. And they say, (laughs) I went bonkers first. And they have some of our little bonkers icons on them. And they are adorable. They're so fucking cute. Yeah. I I want mine. I'm excited for it. We've got a bunch of other exciting ideas that we like aren't quite ready to implement yet because yeah. we keep having to tell each other, like, no, let's launch the podcast before we start these six other things. Yeah. But they're really cool and I'm really excited. Really cool. And if anyone has ideas of things that you would like to see or be doing as a bonkers community, mm-hmm. we'd really love to hear those. And that's part of the reason that we've created our own site is so that we can implement that kind of stuff. So yeah. please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Oh, we would love it. We would love it. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Episode two is available oh, yeah. right now. It's Sierra Simone talking about Ensnared by Tiffany Roberts, which... Is a spider romance. And if Mm -hmm. your first reaction to that is, what the fuck, a spider romance, you must listen Mm -hmm. to it. That was Sierra's first reaction, too. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's a very natural reaction. Sure. She is wise and hilarious. Mm. And you can listen to it so that you don't have to read it if you decide it's not for you. But she is glorious and it's I hadn't read the book yeah. for that episode, and it was so good. It was so fun to listen to. So It was so fun to read. It was, uh, God, it, it's just like Sierra talks and brilliance comes out in a way that is just almost jarring. <laughs> you want to just sit next to her and hope that you get a little bit smarter. By yeah. The, that's how it works, right? Just a little osmosis action, I yeah. feel like, could work. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, we've got an orc romance with Naima Simone. We've got a, um, a bonkers historical, uh, The Raven Prince by Elizabeth Hoyt with Sarah McLean. Yeah. If you want the reading list, we have it up on our social media. So you can go follow us on Instagram or Twitter. We've got a brand new Facebook group. Yeah. 
Instagram and Twitter are at Bonkers Romance, and then Facebook is the Bonkers Romance Altar of Defiant Joy. (laughs) (laughs) So... Go forth in search of your next bonkers read. And remember, if there's a monster under your bed, you can probably fuck it. And if that intrigues you, <laughs> stay tuned and go listen to episode two. Jump straight to episode two <laughs> with Sierra Simone. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.